You're listening to the Back Home Network, presented by Homefield Apparel. All right, well, Tamar, what a start to the season for the Bates brothers. You're undefeated, Trey's undefeated, and ranked number 12 in the country, I think. So uh, mom and dad must be feeling pretty proud right now. Yeah, I mean, they're pretty excited. I mean, obviously, like, you know, they they have their things to say about the way that, like, we play and, like, how we're performing. But it's, like, it's nothing that, like, just completely kills our, like, confidence or anything. It's just, like, them holding us to a certain standard. Even when you win, they're like, hey, awesome job, but you could have done this, this, and this. Right. (laughs) It's all right. That's what uh, that's what moms and dads do. Yeah. Um, well, hey, man, you know, you got your first taste of a real assembly hall environment uh, on Wednesday night against St. John's. What was that like? My goodness. That was that, that was a crazy experience because it's like the reality finally started to set in. And like I was like living out my dream of playing college basketball. And like I was like actually here in a uniform, like playing in the games. And it was just like. It, it was it was it was crazy. It, like it got to a point to where it was so loud that it was quiet. Like, yeah, like I I couldn't hear nothing. Like I'm look like I'm at half court playing defense. Like I'm like dog. I can't hear anything. Like like the the environment was fantastic and it, like the fans were great. You know I'm, I'm glad they they uh, they showed love. You know especially with that game starting at nine. Were your mom and dad able to be at the game? Just my mom because my. Trey played the same day. They played on Wednesday, too. Yeah. So they, they had um, to split it up. Yeah, so my dad went to um, Barton. But they that that was a game that they they actually lost on Wednesday when we played. So I'm sure. Oh, they did? They lost a game? Yeah, I'm sure they're still in the top 25. But Oh, I didn't realize they lost. They, they, they lost to another good team. So And it, it was the first, yeah, it was the first game uh, conference play for them. Ah, okay. Yeah, Trey's last tweet said they were undefeated in conference play. I didn't realize they'd started in conference already. Yeah. All right. Well, they'll go get the next one. What uh what did your mom say about the game afterwards? What what were her comments about the environment? Oh, I mean, she was like it was the same thing cuz like it was like she was in it. Like it was surrounding her. Like I was a little further away from her, so she was just like like she agreed like with the statement that we had the best fans in the country and like they they showed that they like deserve that that title. Yeah. So it's you know it's interesting to me because this is your first time in an environment like that. And you're talking about how you're out there, you know, you can't hear. It's got to be a little bit disorienting your first time there. And yet your first half was the best that you've played yet in an Indiana uniform. You scored 11 points. You you know scoring in all different ways. So how are you able to take the craziness of this environment, your first big game, this new experience, and still channel it and stay focused and, and play as well as you did, especially early in that game? Well, I mean, just – I mean, it really just a credit to, like, the focus of the entire team leading up to the game. Like, it's like we – like, we kind of, like, know, like, the older guys know, like, what the crowd will look like depending on who we played. And they – we were expecting, like, to have a good showing and – I mean, I was just still like focused on like coming to execute and win the game. So obviously, like when I like I heard it, but it's like I still need to do my part and make sure we 
get out of here with a win. Because I mean, yeah. so it's it, it's not too hard to you know remain focused just because like we like we we came here to do something like we came here to win the game. So yeah, do that, you you know one of you know one of the things a lot of people you know were talking about kind of watching you in that first half is it's like okay all right tomorrow is this guy's going to be a big game player. Do you approach a game like St. John's, which obviously is bigger, the environment, you know, is going to be a little bit crazier. There's a little bit more on the line as opposed to the first two games, which are still important and you still want to win them, but they don't have, you know, the same kind of name. Like, do you do you approach them a a big game differently than you approach the other games? I try to I keep my. I try to keep my like routine the same, like my focus coming into the game is like always the same, like laser sharp focus. You know, I'm, you know, coming in with the mentality that only one team can win and it's, it's going to be ours. So like, that's like what my focus is like geared towards. But I mean, it's like when we're playing like better teams and like, and, and like, obviously like it's more people at the games, like the everybody's level of play rises. And it's like, because now we're playing guys that are, like like us, like had the same length, you know, same quickness and like kind of think the same. So it's like now we have to, you know, do a little bit more, like, you know, act a little bit more, like cut a little bit harder, like do everything like with a lot more urgency just because, you know, we're playing another good team. So, I mean, it's like it's really just like, you know, I I do like what the game calls for. Like I knew that they were a good team and, you know, I would needed to provide some kind of, you know, spark coming off of the bench. And, you know, that that's what I did. What's it like coming off the bench for you? Is that when you were, I, I'm sure, you know, when you were at, uh, you know, in Kansas, you were starting and not coming off the bench. Did you come off the bench at all at IMG or were you starting the whole year? Yeah, I started the entire year. I, um, so, I mean, it's, it's not, obviously it's like a different experience, but it's something that I've been enjoying because it's like, it's something new for me. And, like a, like a new kind of like a new challenge that I've completely accepted. And I'm like, kind of like, just like, like, let's do it. Like it doesn't like make me like not want to play any harder. Like just not like want to give like, it makes me want to give more to the team just because it's like, I'm put into like a new role and like, I, I want to maximize it. Like I want to see like, like the best ways I can like, like fulfill like this, spot that I'm in right now. And it's like, like, I, I, like I look, like I watch, I start watching guys like Lou will and like, like other, like good, like six men or guys that like come off of the bench and just like how they get into a flow into the game, like coming in, like after it's already been like a few minutes played and guys and already, you know, kind of got into a flow. Like how does he, you know, kind of like get himself, you know, going in there. So, I mean, it, it's, it's something new and something that I've been enjoying. Well, and I mean, the bench was huge in that St. John's game. I mean, you scored 11 in the first half. Jordan Geronimo was the best player on the court for like five minutes in the second half. And Christian was good. Yeah. When you guys are on the when you guys are on the bench, are you like communicating and talking about things you're seeing and talking about things you're going to do when you guys get out there? What is that communication like? Yeah, like because like we can see everything like on the floor and like while like everyone else is in the game, like whoever's off the court, like we're talking to them, like, because like it's only so much that they can see, especially like if they're not like in the back line of the defense or like if they're on offense. So it's like, we're talking like about certain situations and like 
defending and like making sure we're taking care of the ball and just like how the other teams playing and paying attention to like the scout and like okay like like because like we'll we'll know like what the hand signals are like for the play calls and all that but we're like okay you seen that that that's that's this play or you seen like hey it is like that's horns like or floppy or something like so it's like yeah we're just over there talking the game like to make sure that we're like in tune because we know we're about to go in so it's like because when we go in it can't be any letdown like it can't be like the intensity has to like keep rolling like we got to keep rolling as a team so you know we we have to have the same focus as the guys that are on the floor what did it mean to you i mean obviously you know you came off the bench to start the game but once you got toward the end of the game and winning time it's tight you were out there for a lot of it what did it mean to you that coach woodson had the confidence to keep you out there for a lot of those minutes toward the end of the game i mean it, it meant a lot to me just the fact that he trusts me out there and you know along with my teammates just like you know, being a freshman, I mean, and it's like, I like obviously I, I expect to be out there, but the fact that like he has all the control to take me out in that moment or, or like in those moments, like when it's coming down the stretch and the game's close and it's like, it's, it's just good to know that, you know, he trusts me and we all trust each other. And it's like, and that's, you know, like, like the way, a way that we'll like continue to, you know, win games is because, there's a trust that, you know, you know, you, you got my back and I got, I got yours. So, you know, that, that's all it really is. But no, it, it meant a lot to me. If you're an entrepreneur, business owner, or marketer, you know how much your messaging matters. Bob Knight said, all of us learn to write in the second grade. Most of us go on to do greater things. And coaches write about some writing, but not copywriting the kind of writing that grows your business through memorable messaging and marketing. Any business can dominate the competition and win big with a world-class copywriter crafting time-saving and money-making emails, landing pages, ads, and more for you. Clay Manley from Speakeasy Sales Copy is one of the world's best, and he lends his talents to small businesses. Clay's an IU alum and an award-winning writer whose words have been trusted by Marvel, Slim Jim, Petco, and many other household names. After getting sick of helping the rich get richer, he left corporate copywriting to focus on helping small businesses grow. If your business could benefit from stronger messaging, then contact Clay at clay at speakeasysalescopy.com. And as a listener of the show, you can sample his proven playbook of million-dollar messaging secrets for free. Just go to speakeasysalescopy.com slash scoop for more. That's speakeasysalescopy.com slash scoop. This could be your banner year, and your copy is the X Factor. Contact Clay at Speakeasy Sales Copy today. What do you think are the most important lessons that you guys have learned about yourselves through these first three games? Um, I would say just to, I mean, because we, we, we've been starting the games really well, so it's just, just to make sure that, you know, when we come out in the second half, like it hasn't been like too flat, but it's just like we have to like our our aggressive our aggressiveness and like our defensive presence, like, you know, everything that we did in the first half to get our lead, we just have to do it again. And obviously that just that comes with time and you know, we're 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 doing better with it. But, you know, I'm glad we had that close game on Wednesday because it's like it'll like help us out in terms of like later in the season, you know, when we play other good teams or, you know, just whenever we're in like a 
like a, a close game where every possession matters. So, I mean, I mean, I would say like just like making sure that we're sustaining like the same, like I said, aggressiveness and um, defensive presence coming out of the second half and just, you know, making sure we're playing a full 40 minutes because, I mean, everything else can just be fixed through reps and practice and watching film. So. Yeah. How would you grade your own performance through three games? Like, how does it stack up to your own expectations for yourself? Three games, I say, well, considering we won, it's above a C. Like, we won, we're, we're under, <laughs> so it's above a C. But in terms of, like, my, I say a B minus. I say a B okay. minus. What do you think you've done well, and what are some things that you kind of look back on? You're like, okay, I got to get better at this, or that wasn't a true reflection of the player I am. Um, I mean, I, I definitely have to box out more. I mean, not, mm-hmm. I mean, limit teams to one shot, like, because I mean, that that's like a, that's something that I've like been telling myself like the past few weeks, and like the coaches, like they tell us that after every time out, but it's like I I have to do it, like I have to go box out and make sure that I'm limit another team to one shot. Like that's one thing that, um, you know, I, I want to make sure that I'm doing like for the team, because it's like, I'm selling them short. Like we get a stop, we make them use the whole shot clock or more than half of it. And they go and get an offensive rebound. But, um, I, I, I say that. And then, I mean, I, I feel like I've, I've been, I've, I've been getting better defensively, you know, still like some things that I can fix and, you know, um, and obviously, like that, that just comes with continuing to watch film and getting the reps and being in the games. But I don't know. I feel like I've been, I've been all right, like um, on the offensive end. But I mean, in terms of like things that I've like been doing well, I was just like saying, like just continuing to motivate the guys out there, keep everyone level headed. You know, making sure that we're aware that it's a long game and there, there's going to be runs, but we just have to, you know, sustain like our our um level of like focus and like attentiveness to what's going on and like just you know just play the long game because it's like it's it's a 40 minute game like and, and it's a lot a lot can happen so you know, I, mean, I, I feel like i've been doing my best and just like being a constant talker on the floor and you know trying to be a, a coach on the floor but yeah in terms of like improving i say you know just making sure i'm staying solid defensively you know boxing out and Make sure, I mean, when the ball's in my hands, you know, make sure I'm getting our offense initiated, you know, just doing whatever I can to make sure our flow is always at a high level. I find it so interesting that when you talk about strengths and things that you've done well, that you kind of talk about leadership. I mean, that's essentially what you described as, you know, kind of being a leader out there on the court, which isn't something that a lot of freshmen three games into the season, that's not a role they're taking on or probably something that they're really thinking about because they're just trying to kind of find their way. And I'm curious how you kind of view your role as a leader, you know, on a team with a lot of veteran guys. I mean, you kind of described it there, but, you know, what are, how do you view that role? You talk about, you know, kind of talking and doing that kind of thing. And is that at all a challenge for you or is that just something that you kind of do naturally? Yeah, it's definitely something that I've, like, it always came naturally to me, like from, like, it's. From I mean, since as long as I can remember, like that's just always been like how I've like carried myself. Like my pops would, like he always jokingly tells a story about how when I was in, well, when I was five, I was in kindergarten. And I first start playing, 
and we run in the two three zone and I'm in the middle and like I'm telling everybody where to go. Like I'm telling everybody where you need to be. Like why are we playing defense? So it's like that I mean it's it's kind of just been something that has grown over time and I've continued to get better at it. And it's like every time I get somewhere, like that's like the one of my first one of the first parts of my skill set that I showcase. And it's like, okay, so we know that this is what he can bring to the table. So we're so now, like the coaches and even and myself being my biggest critic, that's the standard that I hold myself to. And I, um, you know, it's like you you can't like try and shy away from it when you know everyone on the team and on the coaching staff they know that that's you and like that's just where I feel most comfortable. You know, being in a, a leadership position and, and being someone who can, you know, like just talk to the guys and. Like and we we can all be truthful with one another. Like tell each other what we need from each other. Like, like what do you like? I I messed up. Let me know. Like get on me. Like let me know what you need, dog. Like because it's like we we trying to win games. So, I mean, yeah, it, it's it's something that's all like just came naturally to me. I mean, and I, that's just a credit to my parents and you know the way they raised me and the standard that we hold ourselves to in the household. It's a breath of fresh air to hear that because it's really it's something that has kind of noticeably been lacking on IU teams the last few years. And just through these first three games, I mean, the energy level that you guys are playing defense with, the communication that you're playing on defense with is something that we haven't seen in a while. You know, yeah. and, and obviously your, your guys defense has been good. And something else that a lot of people who have been at the games in person have told me is that Trace is really embracing the role of leader more than he has in the past. You know, being a lot more vocal on the court, his energy has been, I mean, just at a total, uh, you know, other level. What is, uh, talk to me about what it's like playing with a guy like Trace right now and, and, and how Trace's leadership is showing up on and off the court. Well, I mean, with him, like being an All-American and like just the fact that he's become a much more vocal guy and, you know, it's just like, I'm, I'm I'm like I'm really proud of him just because like all I've heard like in the past is that you know Trace like doesn't talk much you know obviously he's a leader by example but it's just like now that you know him being a junior and being the best player on our team it's like he's like fully committed to you know leading this group to you know the heights that we expect to reach so I mean it and like playing with him it's like Cause like this is like the first time like that I've actually like played with like really good bigs, like like really good bigs, like and, like Cam Race, Big Mike, Geronimo. Like it's like it's the first time I played with guys who are really good inside. So it's like just having somebody that I know I can just throw the ball into and cut, get to the other side of the floor, and I know something good's gonna happen. It's like it's a breath of fresh air knowing that I have him on offense and defense. It's like coming into games like you know what he's gonna give you like he's a walking 20 and 10 so <laughs> yes he so, is so it is definitely um i mean it, it's great that you know I, i'm fortunate enough to you know play with him and i'm glad coach woodson got him to stay yeah um you know speaking of coach woodson i thought he had some really interesting comments after the st john's game you know talking about you you know talking about again you know how impressed he is with your ability to meet the moment, you know, your confidence, which was evident to everybody in that St. John's game. But he also said, and you kind of referenced this with the defense, he said, I've got to get him better defensively where he's not jumping around as much, where he can be a little more solid there. And that's one of the things that, you know, that we kind of noted, you know, on the post game show 
where it's like, man, Tamar is just playing ridiculously hard on defense, you know, and talking and like all that stuff that you want to see from a young guy, where it's just as you want to play defense. And it's clear you do, you know, and you got the long arms and the frame to do it. And obviously, there have been times where you've been like overrunning plays and maybe, you know, almost being like too energetic, as 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 Coach Woodson said. Do you think that's a function of just kind of being excited out there, adjusting to the speed of the game? Like, what do you think are the adjustments that you'll make to you know, be even more solid on the defensive end. I mean, that that's just me trying to play hard. Like, I'm I'm just trying to disrupt as much as I can on the defensive end. And you know, they they I mean they they were they were more pleased with my defensive performance against St. John's. You know, it, it got better. Like, it's not you know to the level that you know that I hold myself to, and that you know the team and the coaching staff hold me to. But you know, we'll we'll take you know, any rise in percentage that we can. So, I mean, it, yeah, that, I mean, it, that's really just, you know, me trying to play hard and, you know, with continuing to watch film and, you know, playing more games, you know, my defense will only get better. And, you know, I'll just, you know, stay silent and really be aware of what's going on. And, you know, with our coaches, like with, with, like how great of a job they do on the scout, it's like it's a lot easier for me to be solid defensively because I know what's coming. Like, yeah, so – Oh, it seemed like there were several times in the St. John's game when you were playing off ball and you had great deny just denying reversals because you knew what was coming and you were kind of jumping the passing lanes. Was that is that instinct? Is that the scout? Is that kind of everything coming together? Yeah, yeah. I mean, a little bit of both. Like, because it was like they like with with the scout. Like our coaches were like like this. If they get this pass, if, or if they don't, if they can't get this pass, then it messes up the whole play. Like they can't run it. Yeah. I'm like, okay, so I just stop my man from getting the ball and stop dead the whole play, make him have to go play one on one. So I mean that yeah, that that's just, you know, paying attention to the scout and just, you know, being just being locked in. Like, cause it's really just about to me, it's like who can like stay locked in for the longest amount of time. Like that's yeah. usually the team that wins. Support for the Inside Scoop is also presented by Home Field Apparel, the presenting sponsor for the Back Home Network. And our friends at Home Field Apparel, they have the widest and most extensive collection of vintage IU apparel that you will find anywhere. And as I'm sure you've come to know, it's not just IU. They started with IU stuff and the Bison logo that kind of took everybody by storm and they just did a brand refresh. So they keep adding to their IU collection they're also adding other schools like crazy. They have, I think, 120 schools now. And so as you're looking to shop for yourself or for the IU fan in your life, or even folks who didn't go to Indiana, Home Field Apparel is the place to go for excellent fitting, ridiculously comfortable, washable, vintage gear that really makes a statement uh, about your fandom. And so go to homefieldapparel.com, use the promo code HOME, H-O-M-E, to get 15% off your first order. That's homefieldapparel.com, promo code H-O-M-E. Now, back to the Inside Scoop. You know, one of the other observations that, that we made on the show, and I'd love to get you to address it, is that... It seemed like the first couple games, like your shot fundamentals were off just a little bit, like your feet weren't quite set. You were rushing it a little bit, um, which is, you know, so common from freshmen earlier in their careers. I think you were, you know, one of five from three in those first couple games. And then it was really noticeable to me anyway, that everything looked a lot more smooth and lined up against St. John's. And like I said, you know, you had that scoring flurry in the first half. You got the floater, you got the step back three, like you just seemed to be shooting 
a lot more smoothly, even more confidently. Do you agree with that assessment of your shooting from the first couple of games, number one? And is there anything that you worked on or consciously thought about your shot leading into the St. John's game? Um, that that was definitely an observation that I made. And, you know, Isaac, one of our GAs, like just like because we go back and watch the film and even like the coaches. But it's like and other people around me, you're like, like, scoop, like you, you're running out of your shot. You're not holding your follow through. You're not sticking your landing. And that's just like. I'm like, you're right. So now, like, I just had to consistently get reps up of holding the follow, holding my follow through, sticking and landing at every shot, like you're staying in it, like whether it's a miss or a make. And, and then that that's just a, another credit of me getting my legs back under me, like just getting back into playing because, I mean, I was out for a little minute. So it's like now that I'm getting my legs back under me, I can't, like, get, you know, my full range of motion, like, on my shot. and. You know, and even though I'm playing a game going up and down the court, I can my shot mechanics can stay the same because, you know, I'm I'm getting back into the shape that I'm used to being in. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, I do like agree with that. And like that was like one of the first things that like I noticed, like in the shots that I missed, I'm like I'm running away from it. Like I'm like I'm Steph, like I'm standing there like. <laughs> So it's like that, that, that definitely helped and just like continuing to um, get the reps, you know, and the step back three against St. John's was beautiful. And it was kind of one of those plays where as you get the ball, I think you had it on the left wing and you had space to drive, but you know, it's almost, I could almost like see it developing where you kind of took the dribble to set the guy up, you know, step back and took the three take us. I'd love to like take us inside your mindset on a play like that. Like at what point did you realize you were going to do a step back? Were you setting it up thinking about that before you got the ball? Is that instinct? Cause it's, I mean, it's, it's such a difficult shot and it's not one that we've had a lot of guys capable of making. Um, what was your mindset like on that play? Well, I remember when I shot the exact same shot against Northern Illinois pump on the same, in the same spot. But I was like, I rushed it last time I. I shot it and I like, I didn't hold my follow through. I kind of tried like backed up and didn't stay in it. So I'm like, I knew I had the same move just because of like, I saw the angle that he was running at me at and how fast I'm like, there's no way he can like slow down in time to contest if I step back. And I was like, and after I like, I, if he would have like been coming straight at me and like, jump past me like out of bounds I'm driving the ball but like since he was on the side of me I didn't want to like drive back into him but as soon as I realized that I had the same move I made sure I set my feet like I'm like yeah I'm knocking this down because like, I I'm like is he he's too far back to even contest like I probably could have gave him a little shimmy too but nah that I mean I, I was just like you know make make sure you get your feet set hold your follow through stick the landing and you know, when I do that, I give every shot a chance. Do you have any actual memory of the shot going in? Because I imagine the crowd reaction must have been kind of jarring. Because when you hit a shot like that with the crowd going so crazy, like, is that a moment that you can remember? Or is that almost like an out-of-body experience when you make a shot like that in I'm, an environment like that? I remember every second of it. Every <laughs> second. I mean, it was like, I mean, especially because like it, it didn't touch the rim. It was <laughs> <laughs> it was pure. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I mean, man. I think that, uh, that that was it was like I, it was the only time like that was like an out of body experience was after race had dunked it on the fast break. The second time. That was the loudest it had been like 
Rob was guarding the ball and I'm I'm at the nail. I'm, I'm helping. I'm like, dog, I can't hear anything. Like, <laughs> like this is crazy. Like, I couldn't hear anything. So I can only imagine what St. John's was feeling like. I'm like, because this is for us. So it's like, it's positive. <laughs> but this is all against you. Like, I'm like, I can't hear anything. And then I was just like, we have to get this stop. Like, they they not going to get this loud and then they go score. So That's right. And you did. And you did. Wait, a couple more questions for you here as we close up. What is your mindset? What's the team's mindset going into these next three games? You know, because obviously you have that huge environment, big game against St. John's. You're now playing three teams that don't profile to be that good, but anybody's good enough to come beat you, you know, on a night if you don't have your A game. So what's your mindset going into these games? And what are maybe some of the things that you think are really important for you guys to make progress on? Well, our mindset going into this this game, I mean, is just to, you know, make sure that all our focus is on uh, Louisiana, you know. We, we're fully committed and dedicated to every team that we that we play, and it's like a like a constant reminder. Like everybody says it, like one game at a time. Like don't like we know who else we play, but it's like we want to focus on like give all of our focus to this one team because like I I truly believe like we if we do that take one game at a time that I I feel like we can win like every game like ser- like. I seriously believe that just like if it, just if we just completely focus on the task at, at hand, like what we have in front of us. And so that our focus right now is completely on Louisiana, you know, you know, just making sure that we are attentive to the scout, what they're running, because like a lot of the actions that we run ourselves, like or that, that we like guard and practice when we're guarding each other, it's what these other teams are running. So it's like that was just a fact of like knowing when they running it, when they like to run these plays, who they like to go to. And, you know, like I said, like just knowing the scout and paying attention. But I mean, all of our focus right now is on Louisiana and, you know, continue to um, continue to um, protect home court. Absolutely. So you have that game, then Thanksgiving. Do you know what you guys are doing for Thanksgiving? Are you get to gonna, are you going to get to go home or are you guys doing that in Bloomington? Nah, we, we, not, we don't get to go home. I mean, I'm sure like some of the guys that live like in, Indiana will go home, but I mean, I'm I'm not, but I, I'll probably, I don't know. I might like if one of the guys are like driving up to their house, like Trace or like KL or anybody like Lil, I'll probably like go up there with them, but I'm not, nah, I'm not going to go home. I'll be here. Well, and if not, there's an entire state of Indiana that would gladly host you for Thanksgiving. So yeah. you won't, uh, <laughs> you won't be lacking for a good Thanksgiving meal. Yeah. What, uh, what's that? I'm curious, what's it like on campus for you now? Have things changed at all now that the season's starting and you guys have had a big game? Like, have you noticed any difference in attention or kind of, you know, just enthusiasm as you're walking around? Um, I mean, there, there, there will be like a few more people that, are, you know, talk to me just cause like, I'm like, I'm the guy that I'm just like, Obviously, like I, I know we all just did like at Assembly Hall, but I'm like, all right, now we we on to the next. Like let's 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 go get another one. So I'm just like, you know, keep my head down and you know just going like to my room, get some sleep, get ready for the next day. But it's like, it's like it, there have been like a few more people that have been like just like saying my name or just like saying what's up and like and that's that's always love. Like I appreciate that just because like I know like today they see me and I like, I just appreciate it. They, they, they support the team and I, so, you know, when, when, when we're all walking around, especially like when we're all together, like, like a few of us are together, like then people like 
kind of like can't help but say something just like because they're like excited about the season and you know just happy with what they've seen so far and you know even in class like me and Miller got a class together it'd be people in there talking to us the whole time so but I mean yeah I think things have changed a little bit but you know in our head you know we haven't accomplished anything yet we haven't done you know anything yet I mean we've won three games so I mean we just want to you know continue to keep grinding and working and you know making sure that we're um, preparing the right way for every game excellent well tomorrow thanks for your time as always congrats on the first three wins and uh look forward to getting together for the next episode we'll see maybe we'll get fat man scoop on maybe we'll get yeah yeah i'm gonna reach out to him i'm I'm gonna try and get him on here i'm gonna see what i can do okay let's do it that'd be fun man yeah i would assume he would want to just because like like he was telling me like he want to hear the story about you know how my mom gave me a nickname but i mean it's like it it was crazy I, i woke up at like six the next day and like seeing that tweet i was like yo like because i told you like, i don't even get on twitter like i don't i don't even get on there and like just scroll but like i said i'm like hold up i seen car i seen it was fat man scoop and i kind of seen like a little preview of the tweet and i'm like dog this there's no way this is like i'm like this gotta be like some other page i went on there he had a blue check i'm i look at it, i'm like yeah it's him <laughs> so it's like it's just crazy because like that's my mom's favorite dj like that's somebody that's like a that was like a like an idol. Like that's like an idol to us. Like, cause it's like somebody that we would have never thought would like reach out directly. Yeah. to me. So it's like that 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 was a like I sent it right to my family group chat. I'm like, yo, like send it right to everybody. And they they was like, they was going crazy just because like they know, you know, how much, you know, my mom likes Fat Man Scoop and you know how much me and my brother watched the movie You Got Served and so yeah, like, he's somebody that's like known in my family. So I, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna try to get him on here, see what I can do. Cool, tomorrow. Thanks, man. Awesome job the first three games, and looking forward to watching you guys on Sunday. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. All right, take care, man. Yeah. All right, and that will do it for episode number four of the Inside Scoop with Tamar Bates. My thanks as always to Tamar for coming on here and just being. So unusually insightful for a guy of his age, man. I, I really am enjoying these conversations. I hope that you are as well. Uh, and it's such a, a unique, insightful look into the basketball program, which is what we wanted this to be, and that is certainly what it is turning into. Uh, so thanks, obviously, to Speakeasy Sales Copy for supporting the show, being the presenting sponsor. Make sure that you go to speakeasysalescopy.com, talk to Clay. Uh, and thanks, as always, to our friends at Homefield Apparel. Use that promo code HOME, H-O-M-E, at Homefield Apparel for 15% off your first order. And thank you for listening. We will be back to talk with Tamar again here soon. And uh, until then, keep your elbows in and your eyes on the rim. And go Hoosiers.